Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. It's V the Grill Economist, and it's the Outer Limits with the one and only Jet Blake. Jet is here with us. Last week's broadcast, if you have not caught it, if you did not catch it, you need to go back and listen to it again. It was not mind-blowing. It was mind-nuking. I mean, mind nuking. Mind nuking. The, the broadcast was incredible. Jet went into the details of the electromagnetic structure of the black hole and, and the similarities between those, that and a lot of the occult, the hidden secrets and symbologies that are used today. And he touched base on how this energetic field is used to program the human DNA. You need to go back to last week's episode of The Outer Limits where Jet goes in deep with that. This week, he's going to continue on. And we have CJ working the airwaves, making sure the broadcast is coming out crispy and clean. You can find us over at roguenews.com. You can find Jet Blake over lurking within the discords of the Rogue News Discord room. Uh, In order to get into the Discord, you need to email directly our resident male chauvinist pig himself, the one and only CJ the producer extraordinaire over at cj at roguenews.com. Uh, on the comment, type in Discord. On the subject bar of the email, type in Discord, hashtag racism, and he will let you in. And with that being said, <laughs> gentlemen, welcome. That's right. That's right. <laughs> or you can write toxic masculinity. He but, also likes that word. But I tell you, be time and time again, I'm an equal opportunity racist, so I'll make you fun are. of anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Google has no filter, man. <laughs> Jet, what's up, buddy? Uh, welcome back. Um, great weekend. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. Jet, where do you want to begin, man? I mean, last week you left you left us on a nail biter, breaking down the black hole, ba- breaking down the electromagnetical magnetic um, uh, resonance, the way it looks. Um, you know, if you were to draw out what an energy field looking like, it looks like the almost like the Celtic Trinity symbol drawn over multiple times. How this is used to program human human DNA. We talked about counter space. We talked about the dark forces that are at work bringing all of this about. So I don't know where you want to start today. I mean, last week was incredible, incredible, incredible broadcast. So I yield the floor to you, Jet. Take us where you may see fit. Okay. Uh... Today, I want to talk a little bit about some of the DARPA programs Mm. that the military-industrial complex are engaged in, are well along in most of these projects, phase two out of three phases, and uh, who's working on them. 
what they mean for you and I and the, the future of humanity. And then I'll cross over towards the halfway point of the show, talking about the, the, the strange phenomenon of our sun, how our sun operates, and Saturn, and w- what the difference is between the two, and what theories that we have, and what we've been researching of late between the sun and Saturn, and how I think it influences our human DNA. So it's going to be a very interesting show today. Um, did you have any questions before I get started? No. No, I'm good. We're, Go for it. Yeah, okay. we're, 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 we got our seatbelts buckled, man. We're ready to rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I'm glad you mentioned uh, contacting CJ with that email for Discord, because I get personal emails probably five to ten a week. How to get in uh, Rogue News Discord night. Tell them to contact CJ, but I'm glad you announced that. Yeah, CJ <laughs> at roguenews.com. CJ at roguenews.com. On the subject bar, just type in uh, Discord. This way, CJ knows what it is and he will let you in. Keeps oh, the one trolls thing, away that way. Yeah, that's very helpful uh, having that screening process. It definitely works. One thing I forgot to mention is for Rogue News Discord, and then uh, you've given us all a slot. There's the Jet Blake slot. But what I've, for the first time in my life, what I've allowed is the Discord members through your Rogue News is there's going to be a retreat, the very first retreats in October coming up, the 21st through the 23rd. And they're going to be coming to the Midwest and Missouri. And it's a very intense three-day, very private, but I don't want to say top secret because I'm not part of the government, but highly classified uh, scientific discoveries will be revealed in correlation with... uh, what we predict that where humanity's heading and uh, it's very intense. We already have almost uh, October was actually sold out and uh, we got permission to add five more in November starting to fill out. So they're going to be very 10 to 15 members classroom settings. And then the the secrets and the scientific advancements of water is going to be revealed as well as other technologies that we're working on with the, the group of scientists that I'm affiliated with. So I thought I'd throw that out there. It's very interesting, but only the Rogue News Discord members. It's because I get to know them and they, they've been vetted. Yeah. Uh, that's very important. Uh, DARPA has two programs of interest. One that I'll discuss is called FENCE, F-E-N-C-E. That stands for Fast Event-Based Neuromorphic Camera Electronics. Fence. Well, the event camera is very uh, interesting in design. It's not like the cameras we've had for 100 plus years with a film, shutter, rotation of a a lens, and, and capturing at a shutter speed or a flicker rate. An event camera uses a neuromorphic camera and a silicon retina. Neuromorphic refers to a silicon circuitry that mimics the brain's operations. So that's key to remember. 
Neuromorphic refers to a silicon circuitry that mimics brain operation. And I do believe there's a connection to that with the pharmaceutical formulations of the past two and a half years. I'm going to have to do a lot more investigating that, but the, the connecting the dots, I did a pre preliminary research and I think I'm on to something, but that won't be in today's show. So they use this neuromorphic camera with a silicon retina. It has imaging sensors that respond to changes in brightness. So there, there's no shutter frame per second speed or film. What they use is pixelation. So each pixel operates independently and is asynchronous. It reports changes in brightness as they occur, otherwise staying silent if there's no logarithmic change in brightness, either increasing or decreasing. So each pixel stores a reference brightness and it compares that level brightness to the current level brightness. If there's any difference, the pixel resets its reference level and generates an event. It's a discrete packet of information containing the pixel address and timestamp. So this type of camera uses a variable data rate sequence of digital events or spikes. It's log intensive, all in reference to light contracts. And it based at a particular time, time and space. This operates in microseconds. So that's thousands and thousands of a second in its temporal resolution. So this has a high dynamic range, high temporal, temporal resolution, minimum motion, virtually no blur, and no hesitation when you're dealing with microseconds. There's two primary companies that manufacture these fairly recent and new technology event cameras. Innovation out of Switzerland, I-N-I-V-A-T-I-O-N, Innovation out of Switzerland, and Prophecy out of France. Very interesting, the names that they chose. Prophecy out of France. Huh. This technology is being developed for a satellite network system through DARPA. I'll explain that in a minute. But it's for autonomous vehicles, robotics, augmented virtual reality. So this type of technology, the best way to, dis <laughs> to describe it I'm, I'm trying to let the general public realize how, how advanced the technology that most of us are unaware. And it, uh, you know, it's hard to dig this stuff up and, and comprehend the grants, uh, the phase one, two, three reading the, the grant settlements, who, who's been awarded these grants, these two programs, it's Raytheon and Northrop Grumman. So these, these are big, military industrial complex guys, top five of the world. So the big boys are involved in this. But what they're doing is th these event cameras, these are uh, an eye 
network system that's mimicking the neural network of the brain, but it's silicon-based. It's eyes for virtual reality. This is what this is what they're describing. It's eyes for AI to see, just like we see. We can see color contrasts and the way our eyes operate, but in the visible light spectrum and early morning, dusk in the evening. Uh, if it's hot, high noon, it's a very bright day, but the color contrasts and how we're able to detect distance and clarity, but we use that for motion as far as catching a ball, throwing a Frisbee, eating. There's uh, millions of calculations and you know, just using your fork and grabbing some food and bringing it to your mouth and the timing and sequence. But this is mimicking the, the human motion, but it's faster, but it's DARPA's emphasizing the infrared spectrum. So it's just shy of the visible light spectrum. Th this is a, a very advanced scene neural network system. It's for AI and autonomous bots. It, it'd be how the Terminator would see. Remember the movies? I, you know, believe it or not, I hate to admit it, I've never really seen the Terminator movies. I saw bits and clips like of the first one, but I know there was a series. You need to watch, all you need to do is watch, watch the first one, watch yeah. the second one, and then stop. You don't need to watch okay. any of the others. None of the, none of the, so, none of the rest matter. They're all garbage. <laughs> the first one and the yeah. second one is especially a masterpiece. So I highly recommend make it a movie night. Watch the second one is an absolute masterpiece, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of things in there that's going to be clicking with you uh, since you're working in that type of field. Uh, it's interesting that you say that this is the way that AI would see. So in, in other words, they're making a silicon variant of something that works with the complexity, speed, and incredible uh, structure of the human eye. Yes, and, and what's interesting is when, when I was doing research and I, I watched a few uh, university video clips in the lab, the impression that I'm getting, I, I think this was worthwhile bringing up in, in today's show, the, this type of vision, the pixelation, the fact that it's not blurry and it's in microseconds, this will give a drone, let's say it's, you know, those quad drones. Yeah. Uh, people might have put a GoPro camera and they might use it for real estate to take pictures of a house for sale or a adjuster for tail damage. Or, so the, the seeing capability with uh, this network of artificial and intelligent computers the military complex, whether it's a, a flying drone or it's one of those Boston dynamic type bots, the four legged dog, or if it's yeah. two bipedal upright, a Terminator looking robots, their, their vision, which is interesting, incorporating this vision, they will have at least, I would say at minimum, a third of a second see, how do I say this? They'll, they'll have a third of a second step on, on, on human. So let me illustrate it this way. Let's say it's a quad, a little um, four-bladed surveillance drone. 
and it's flying at low level, and you were to take a baseball bat and try to swing at it to knock it out of midair, because it's maybe five feet off the ground. Sure. That This technology will enable any autonomous drone or land-based bot to be able to bob and weave uh, a third of a second faster than any human reaction. So it would be impossible to hit it with a bat because as, as you're swinging the bat, the, the pixel rate and the fact that it's measuring the contrast of an incoming shadow or brightness of the object coming toward it, it could bob and weave. You would never, ever be able to hit the damn thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it, or picture a bo- uh, in a boxing ring. And you're in a boxing ring, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's a Boston Dynamic bot. With this type of visionary uh, camera technology, any swing that you would make, it would bob and weave. You, you couldn't land one blow once because it's a minimum of a third of a second faster than any human being, even of the highest athletic. Uh, so they, they have this functioning optical sensor? Yes, I watched uh, university videos where they had a drone and they tried to hit it with a bat or a soccer ball and it avoided and evaded every attempt. You couldn't hit the damn thing. Holy cow. So if you look at it from them... Do they have this video on YouTube or any of these other medium platforms? Yes, it was one of of them that I saw was a YouTube uh, platform. And it was uh, one of the professors at the university, university in Europe, mm-hmm. might have been in Switzerland, because uh, Innovation is one of the manufacturers out of Switzerland. And one of his students had, had demonstrated the ability of this drone to avoid the soccer ball in repeated attempts. Hmm. So that video, uh, I, I do believe, when the professor was explaining the event camera, and how the technology works, that was on YouTube that, that others could see. Mm-hmm. But you, you look at what, what they're doing is uh, part of today's show is, is the military is definitely headed. And I think it's a composite. I don't think it's just the United States. I think it's that COG, continuity of government, which I think is mm-hmm. a, a military complex that's above and beyond the traditional military. Yeah. Um, and, and I think at that level, that could be a whole nother show. It's, it would warrant a, whole, a show on its own, but just to highlight the continuity of government, the, these are the ones that are NORAD, but they're underneath mountains in these deep underground bases. Sure. And they're the ones that have the joystick and are flying around drones and wiping people out. It's probably some 26-year-old kid hitting a button in Colorado, and he wipes out a wedding party or whatever it might be in the Middle East. But I think it's also the ones that have financed the atmospheric uh, distribution of atmospheric salts or these heavy metals uh, that have crisscrossed all, all kinds. Even during wartime, they're still... Yeah you know, street term chemtrails that are uh, taking place. I think it's that group that is pushing towards literally a 100% autonomous robotic army, zero humans. And, and the software, the, the next project that I'll talk about is Blackjack, Operation Blackjack by DARPA. And again, that's a, a Northrop Grumman. And then some of the, uh, affiliates of Raytheon who are working on the, the software. Uh, 
it's different type of algorithms that are needed because of this advanced computer system. But uh, Blackjack is a high-speed network of LEO, low Earth orbit satellites. So traditionally, they've had uh, geostationary orbit uh, satellites. They're uh, geosynchronous in their orbit. And that's like our GPS that we use in um, aviation or in our car, maybe on our cell phone. And those satellites have been around easily since, I think, 70s of the military, but open to the public in the 90s. But those satellite systems are roughly 22,236 miles stationary in, in orbit. LEO, low Earth orbit, is basically 1,200 miles. So it's low Earth orbit. And they have a much faster cycle, 128-minute cycle, so 11.25 orbits per day. Um, 1,200 miles is about a third the radius of the Earth. And it's interesting that they called it LEO, low Earth orbit, but in I think it's a Greek mythology, LEO was the lion that would terrorize citizens, humanity. And, oh. and LEO is also an acronym for law enforcement officer, right? So. <laughs> Jen, I have the, the image of the satellite brought up in yeah. email, so it's on the screen. I know you're on your oh. different device, so. Yeah, I can't see it, but I sent yeah. you a picture. Uh, you have it up now? Yes, uh-huh. Okay, so that that's that's Blackjack. So that's one of the, showing the, one of the satellites. Now, they've already launched a couple of them, but they're going to be in, in a string series, kind of mm -hmm. like what Elon Musk, who's the front man for all these corporations, that's Starlink. This is the military's version. And that's a picture of the satellite there. The, the, the satellite network is designed for emerging autonomous missions. And this LEO blackjack network is designed to where they can have very short design cycles and they can launch frequent technology upgrades. Much faster than the geocentrical orbit where they're 22,236 miles away that we've had since the 70s, or at least they've had, and we've had access to it in the 90s. So if, if you look at the fence project and blackjack, you look at the two of those, which I've highlighted, and you can do, do your own research. It's interesting. They are, <laughs> they are setting up a complete autonomous droid-based AI military organization. No, There'll be no humans involved in all future warfare. And this is designed really to surveillance humanity. So there's some something in the COG or this breakaway military complex where they're altering human DNA because these vaccines were part of DARPA's gene uh, manipulation, uh, gain of function patents, where messenger RNA is changing the configuration of the human genome. But also there's part of the, the vaccine technology is 
developing a, a hydra silicon-based complexity that lays on top of the human neural network. Well, that's just how this fence camera program works with neuro neuromorphic sensors. So I think what they're doing is the technology, just like the Terminator movies, the, the premise of those movies, it's, it's actually happening in, in real life that the, the future army are going to be bots that have a synthetic neural network like humans with sensors that are faster than the human body and these low earth orbit surveillance system looking down, they're not looking up in the outer space. They're looking down to where you'll be monitored 24 hours a day by AI. AI is doing the, there isn't any, at this point, the algorithms that are being established by uh, some of the subdivisions of Raytheon, the algorithms that are being developed, AI is going to be doing the 24-hour surveillance. No human beings. It's not a panel of, of humans at some center um, in a movie, movie theater type setting with wraparound screens. AI. So AI is going to be doing all the watching, the observation, and they're also going to be issuing eventually the commands. So this is like by 20, 2036. It's not that, not that far off. Um, I don't know. It's very interesting. So the, where are we on time? Yeah, I'm about the halfway point. I just wanted to bring that up because they, they're developing these technologies and they're all in phase two well along in phase two there's only phase three so phase three is completion and the project's completely functioning so we're at phase two and this is fall of 2022 phase three will be completed probably 18 months from now to 24 months so that would be by 2025 both of these projects are fully functioning according to their timeline so it's to me it's 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 concerning because whoever they are that make up at this higher end this continuity of government or the, this this group the male and female pilot and rank and file army navy that they're not addressing the need for any humans whatsoever from 2036 forward so it seems to me that the rank and file that are in the militaries today, whether it's United States or European nations, I think they're expendable. And that's probably why they've forced them to have multiple injections and boosters, knowing there's adverse effects from because it's Operation Terminate. They, they don't need them anymore. They're going completely uh, drone, robotic, and AI with zero human involvement. So just think about that. And, uh, you know, nothing's jet, right jet, away. Jet that and also just the drain on the uh, Veterans Administration in terms of services and lifelong benefits and all that. Yeah, the, the whole infrastructure is uh, deteriorating, right? It's decaying. They, 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 I, sorry to use the language, but it's like they, they don't give a rat's ass about veterans. or it, They're letting everything collapse, disintegrate, and then the, the wokeness that, that – infiltrates the whole thing is to undermine 
to get it to decay. Because if you get rid of the human, if you get rid of the human element or the capacity of an organized traditional military, there's zero resistance against the AI, the eye in the sky, and these drones and Boston Dynamic bots. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. It's it's in interesting. So my my approach, get into the show called the Outer Limits. This this part is getting into the Outer Limits because I think you'll find it very interesting. And there's two video clips that uh, we'll play in the second half of the show, w which I find very interesting. One is kind of eerie when we get to the point, and I'll let you know, to play uh, the Saturn soundtrack. But Cassini was a 20-year, it was very successful, I guess, if you look at it from a scientific standpoint. And one of NASA's projects, Cassini was a 20-year space probe project, and it finished its last mission September 15th, 2017. But it primarily focused on Saturn, and it studied uh, Saturn, but also the many moons that orbit. Saturn, and there's a lot of uh, interesting knowledge. A lot of it wasn't released to the public, but there's a lot of interesting knowledge that was gained during this 20-year mission, especially with the various moons of Saturn. But there is a recording that was taken the, the last hours of its mission because they programmed it to plunge into Saturn's atmosphere, and that's how it ended its lifespan it had um yeah there you've shown the boston dynamic bots yeah so that's that's what the future army is going to be there's no humans involved so i don't know it's a different strategy if if a group of those are coming to a township near you you know i don't and the worst part is i can't even offer them donuts to distract yeah. them no yeah i don't know unless there's some type some type of uh <laughs> some type of hydraulic milkshake with WD-40 or something to entice him. <laughs> yeah. um, as, as Cassini ran out of fuel, uh, some of the last programming, they, they ditched it into Saturn's atmosphere and it burned up. But the, the last few days of its mission, while it still had juice, it recorded uh, plasma waves that were moving back and forth from Saturn to its moon, um, Enceladus. And uh, that's one of the video, we won't play it just yet, but that's one of the soundtracks. What happens is, we're not, we're not taught this probably for a reason, but the human configuration, the human body, our, our DNA is configured in such a way that it responds to tonalities and tonalities through the electromagnetic frequency wavelength. So our DNA is configured to listen to 
or download electromagnetic frequency data attached to certain electromagnetic frequency bandwidths that emanate from the sun. So what we've figured out a lot of, it doesn't matter where people are. I don't expect many people to understand this or probably just view these outer limit shows as entertainment only. Well, that's, that's fine. I understand that. But the few of us that know uh, that are rogue scientists because we've broken free from academia, which is highly compromised, infiltrated, and definitely hiding truths from mankind, we broke away. We took the hit as uh, scientists, as far as professionals and monetary, in many cases, threats, which aren't nice to deal with. But that's the price I guess you pay in not toting the line, their line. But we've understood that signaling is coming from counter space through our sun. We think that that's the case in all stars. Stars are basically acting like fiber optic cables, and each particular star is getting information that's pertinent to whatever region it's dominant. In our solar system, we have our predominant sun. And what streams out of the sun, this electromagnetic energy radiation, there's data attached to it. Well, our DNA is specifically tuned to respond to a lot of the data streaming from the sun. That's why we're really designed to be uh, surface dwellers. We need sun exposure. And the human design is not meant to, I've said this before, but just in context of today's show, we're really not meant. It's very unhealthy to be locked up in an office all day, fluorescent uh, LED light fixtures, staring at a computer screen. The humans do best when we're outside, So, such as trades as uh, construction, farming, agriculture, where you're, you're grounded, you're working with the soil, or you're involved in water, whether it's fresh waterways, salt water, if you're a sailor, marine biologist, um, camping, the outdoor sports, which, by the way, you know, the, the outdoor sports industry is one of the most profitable worldwide. It's in the billions and billions of, of dollars because we're, we, we naturally feel better. And some of the, the best spiritual experiences are when you're in nature, rock climbing, snow skiing, water skiing, camping, canoeing, kayaking, uh, for those that hunt. A lot of times when the guys are hunting, it's more the fact that they're actually in nature and there's a bonding experience. They're together and they're camping and long nights and the conversations at a campfire. That's we're designed to work with the earth, the soil, the waters, fresh and salt waters. But also you, and you see, you see, Jet, Hollywood has ruined that, especially for men, that if you're a man and you're going out with your rest of your guy dudes and you're going hunting, you're going camping, you're going out in the woods for a while. Hollywood has ruined that by giving us Brokeback Mountain. Well, sure, because, I mean, that's a lot of, and before the show, you, you cracked me up, we were laughing, because <laughs> half of what you're saying, it's a joke, but it's also real. You're it spot is also on. real. Yeah. And, and men so, don't gather with men anymore. No, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. So whatever the agenda by the system engineers, I keep using that term because I think it's very accurate, Everything that's natural 
and spiritual and bonding. Uh, it's very important for males to bond with males, uh, females, and then the family unit. They, the Hollywood and everything has just smashed everything to pieces, just tried to destroy everything that was natural and in harmony with our design, our DNA, just to obliterate it, like a, a bull in a china shop or a, a, a racquetball bouncing around with fine crystal displayed on shelves, just smashing everything. And th there's definitely an agenda to get us off our game to disconnect us from source and disconnect us from one another, disconnect us from earth to, to get us, you know, the boxing term. I think in, in boxing, when you have your opponent up against the ropes, then it's, it's close to being game over because I'm, if any of you, I'm not an avid boxer, but I think enough, is, is this an accurate statement? When you have your opponent against the ropes, you're limiting their options and you're in command and you're giving body blows and you're, you're, you're weakening them and it's much better for a knockout position when you're up against the ropes. And part of boxing is the strategy of how to uh, work the, the mat in such a way that you keep your options open. And the, and the dancing and bobbing and weaving is all part of positioning and you don't want to be backed into a corner. Is that correct in boxing? So I think, they get mankind, they get us up against the rope and they keep us there decade after decade, generation after generation where you can't breathe and through attrition, you get knocked out. So they definitely want, want us off our game. But the signaling that comes from the sun, if they can get us to not receive that signaling or interrupt that signaling, then... The, ex the human experience is highly compromised. Well, it seems like that there's also signaling that comes from Saturn. But before I get into that, CJ, if you could play one of the video clips I gave you was um, sounds from the sun. And it was uh, binaural. It was, it's amplified by neuro, and it was in uh, 432. But by neuro, as you know, it's, it uses two microphones, and it's transmitted separately. So it really sounds interesting when you have a head, headset on, headphones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got it cranked up right now, so it's ready to go. So you're recommending the audience uh, turn up their audio a little bit maybe through this portion? Yeah, the one on, uh, on, the, one on the sun. Yep, that's one I have up right now. Yep, go okay. ahead. All right, here we go. It's playing. Sounds like pure energy. Yeah. So what happens is coming from this, it's very interesting. You put your headsets on. That sounds so digital. Way. Like it well, sounds they, incredible. We well, have digital headphones on, V. Oh, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm an ass. <laughs> no, no. This is, okay. Now what happens is this has been amplified um, with 432 layering. There's the original NASA. Uh, that you can listen to. They have a several minute recordings of the sun, but it's so faint. You wouldn't be able to hear it on today's show. This, this has been amplified, 
But if you also have the headset on and you listen to the original NASA song, it's it's a very low tone. <clears throat> but that tone, I'm letting you know, uh, as a research scientist, there's data attached to that tone coming from the sun. And it's, it's a music frequency that the DNA is hearing. All plant, human, and animal DNA are listening to the transmission coming from the sun. That's how communication is taking place from counter space into intracellularly through our DNA. It's in that electromagnetic band coming from the sun. So the more that you're involved in sun gazing or outside, uh, in nature, being grounded. That's what being grounded means. The circuit is coming from counter space through the sun, literally through our body and through our feet to the earth. And then the earth is grounded back electromagnetically to the sun. So there's a circuit. You want to be part of that circuit as much as possible. But when you're in an office setting or you're watching television, playing video games, there's a lot that the system engineers today throw out there to cut you off from hearing from your DNA, hearing this tone screaming from our sun. But the more you can be connected to the sun, the more spiritual you'll be, the healthier you, you will be, but also it'll help your cognizant thinking ability. If you're detached from the sun and the tones coming from the sun that our DNA listens to, you're, you're vulnerable and you're subject to an artificial transmission, which will affect your reality. Now, Listening to the sun, don't do it. No, but I highly recommend if you have a good set of uh, headphones or uh, ear uh, ear pods. If you listen to these recordings, either the one CJ's playing now or the the NASA link, it's very soothing and therapeutic. You can some people have these playing at night when they're sleeping, helps them with their sleep and. Uh, have better dreams now if that's you can a, play that's a pretty good idea right so that that this I'm, I'm telling you as a research scientist we expose this to water and we expose this to plants and it has a very healing there's no adverse effects on the tonalities coming from the sun zero none whatsoever however there's a huge difference on the tonalities coming from saturn cj do you want to play the recordings of Saturn on the video link I gave you. Yeah, bring it up right now. Oh my God, it's the exact opposite. That is just sickening. Okay. 
So here's what I'm trying to tell you. This is the outer limits portion of the show. The, the gamut's going to be from, you know, trolls and heckling to people that are like, wow, what, what's going on? So I'm telling you, don't have to do this. I'm volunteering to let you know what we know in our scientific group. That is a transmission coming from Saturn. So Saturn uses plasma waves. And it's moving from Saturn to one of its closest moons, Enceladus. So Saturn is set up with its moons as a broadcasting station. It's broadcasting electromagnetic energy and tonalities that competes against our sun. And it's not in nature with our human, our current human iteration of our DNA. That's why you see in, in, in occultic fields, in some of these private secret orders, sororities and fraternities, there's a lot of Saturn worship. Yeah. Saturnalia, which is the Christmas holiday the celebration of, of Saturn and how right. Saturn operates with because its... Jesus was not born on December the 25th. That's no, he, he wasn't. That's, that's completely related to that planet, the broadcasting of that planet, and entities that use Saturn, which Saturn was... Uh, just throw this out there. Saturn is a uh, portal. It's a multidimensional portal. Saturn... Uh, the sun is also a portal. Saturn, though, if you do some very older research, Saturn was here before our sun. So, really, there's this is this the reason why we're seeing a, 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 a pentagram or a pentagonal shape on the yeah. northern pole of Saturn sure. that is always spinning? Yeah, that's that's that was a Saturn was an ancient gateway or a portal. This gets in the, in the woo woo. But I'm letting you know it's 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 a, a a functioning portal that was used for um, at least close to a, a more than a billion plus years. Yeah, it's been available. It's a multi-dimensional portal, and that was in operation in this solar system before our Earth's iteration and the Moon and Sun. They're fairly new compared to Saturn. So there's entities <laughs> that obviously not uh, carbon-based humans like, but there are entities where that's, that's a base planet and it's still a very uh, active planet for those entities. And it's uh, broadcasting and it's trying to override the signaling that's coming from the sun. The sun's connected to counter space. Saturn is not connected to counter space anymore. So there's a transition from Saturn to the sun and whatever ancient entities, when scriptures talk about uh, angels and demons, those are just very broad generic terms. It doesn't get into too, too specific, but what happens, <laughs> what happens is these entities still exist because they're older than planet earth. So an operation came in where earth and the moon and sun were introduced in our solar system. Saturn was there bef before. 
both Saturn and Jupiter are actually net positive. They're electromagnetic emitters. So uh, they were, um, there's, there's songs, even, even the police, I did a, a video that broke down very well. Police did a song about Saturn, the invisible sun gives its heat to everyone. Um, and there's David Bowie and others have, have talked about that. Of course, they're in that industry that's heavily influenced, but there's electromagnetic signaling coming from Saturn that's trying to manipulate our DNA, which ultimately affects our reality. And it's a different message. It's a different storyline than our sun. So there's competing factors. And, and with a technology now of pharmaceutical companies funded by DARPA, and what DARPA is working on now, there's definitely a war against humanity. And it affects, it affects the spiritual aspect of humanity because the spiritual aspect of humanity is really defining how our DNA is configured, how our DNA is wired, and what signaling is our DNA uh, responding, what inbound signaling. Well, there's two signals. There's the one coming from the sun, which the ancient texts talk about would be linked to the divine source, God, or creator. There's signaling coming from Saturn. Saturn's a network. It's like a radio station broadcasting. That's a group that ancient texts refer to have been alienated or now at odds with counter space. So, you know, just simple terms. Let's say you have good guys, bad guys, whatever that means. That's actually happening in our solar system based on electromagnetic frequencies that our DNA uh, can respond to one or the other. We're at a point where I keep emphasizing we're in a spiritual war. Today, the, the corporate structures, and you look at corporate logos, you look at the music industry, uh, Hollywood, they're, they're mimicking, they seem to be energized. They're more in harmony with the group and what's coming out of Saturn than what's coming out of the sun. What comes out of the sun, originally, that's what our plants uh, are designed to respond to animals, the migration of birds and insects, even marine life, humans. We're, we're designed to be loyal to the sun and the transmission coming from the sun, not from Saturn. But they're trying to literally change the configuration of the DNA. And then there's influences in the movie industry, the music industry, corporations, the logos that they have uh, are very significant. And Jet, that's real quick, Jet, real quick, real quick. Um, I don't want to throw you too far off, but uh, it, would you also uh, either agree or comment in regards to the efforts to to, to block the sun in regards to the chemtrail? You know, they say it's to it's all, lower the temperature of the Earth, but I, I I fully believe it's to reduce the amount of of sun exposure, sunlight that we're receiving as as humans. Go ahead. Makes it, perfect it, sense. It is. So when you get into the, the the sophistications now look this is what this is what i decide to do every day for a, for a living so i'm really immersed in this and have so much information that it's very difficult to publicly go on air you know in an hour at a time to try to explain the storyline it's very in depth but the the atmospheric salting is affecting sunlight transmission it's also affecting the cation exchange sites and the complexities of our soil. 
this uh, on earth, the, the first, it depends where you are, but let, let's say the first 13 to 30 inches of soil sustains all life on this planet, 13 to 30 inches thereabouts. That sustains all life on planets, humans, plants, and animals. Well, the atmospheric sprain is blocking a lot of the sun's elect from getting to us, plants and animals, because we have DNA receptors on our skin, our fur, scales. If you're a fish, you're, you're coating. Uh, it's blocking that. Then it's changing the chemical composition of the soil. So it's a double whammy. Then you have such things as sunblock. Now, I don't, just think about it. Mm, <laughs> mm, SPF 80. 50, <laughs> yeah, 80. And so... It's like Rust-Oleum spray paint when you're up at that level. But uh, and then you have sunglasses. Sunglasses, again, uh, you think about it, it's weird. Sunglasses is a billion-dollar industry, fashion sunglasses, high-end sunglasses. But actually, we're, we are designed to well, – we need, uh, especially in sunrise sunsets, that electromagnetic energy, uh, UV, is also instrumental in programming the DNA. Well, if you have sunglasses all the time and then you have sunscreen and it would, absolutely there's an agenda to block as much of the sun's transmission as possible from getting into our internal cells or DNA. Yep. Absolutely. Then they're changing GMO. They're changing the C, the genetic configuration of food, huge, huge industry. And the problem with that is when food, because uh, we've got about five minutes left, I touched on this earlier. This is fascinating. Food's design, when you have seeds, we have a variety of food, which is interesting. The abundance is overwhelming. But the, the way a carrot would grow or a squash, cabbage, or if it's a blackberry, raspberry, a, a lemon, orange, all these different fruits and vegetables, tomato plants, they're designed in such a way they not they not only grow differently they they look differently they taste differently, but the way each particular fruit or vegetable grows with the engineering of the seed is as it grows it's extrapolating certain data from the sun. The carrot has different data that it got from the sun during its growing process than the tomato than the squash. Than the, the um, cantaloupe, let's say, each of those, when you consume that fruit or vegetable, that data is transferred as you digest it. Because there's different messages coming to the bo body. So if you have a well-rounded uh, food intake and you're not picky, oh, I, you know, I don't like beets or lima beans, I can't stand them. Actually, each specific fruit and vegetable has a story to tell because it extrapolated data differently from the sun during its growth process. So as you consume these fruits and vegetables, that data or storylines transferred through the DNA intracellularly, you have a complete story that's being told. When they genetically modify a seed, they're interrupting that transmission that's supposed to naturally take place between what's coming out of the sun and that carrot or that wheat or corn or soybean. See how they've interrupted that cycle and they're changing the storyline. So when you consume a genetically altered product, wheat, corn, soybean, potato, whatever it might be, guess what? You ain't getting that story anymore. They've jammed a storyline and the message that that fruit or vegetable was supposed to give your cells coming from the sun has been interrupted.
that creates stress at a cellular level, creates disease. Hence the uh, massive uh, amount of uh, intestinal cancer, liver, stomach, you know, everything that's going on. Sure. And then it gets into throwing off your body chemistry. When your body chemistry is thrown off, you have attention to deficits situations. You also have hormonal influxes. You don't know what gender you are anymore. Uh, Self-identification is off the chart. You can't pinpoint it because the chemical message, the signaling in the food and the gut biome is completely obliterated. It's up against the rope. It's destabilized. So these kids nowadays, the humanity, you don't know what the hell you are. You don't know if you're male or female. You can't concentrate anymore. You can't think beyond 120 seconds at best, your concentration level. That's because they've interrupted the food, the beverage, the signaling from the sun. This is a very advanced spiritual and biological warfare against humanity at the highest level. Yeah, once you start screwing around with the sun, and this is why that asshole piece of crap, Bill Gates, is like, maybe we need to launch some chemtrails to cover out the sun to reduce carbon emissions. I mean, the link between, I mean, look, we're all carbon-based organisms. And carbon dioxide, we all know, those of us that know, we understand that it is a life driver. It is a driver of life. So these people to screw with the very sun that is encrypting and programming every carbon-based molecule that is alive on this planet, they are screwing it up at the very origin of where our very life is coming from. Is there anything right now, Jet, that you would say, even the creator himself, that is, that has, um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, started a, a, uh, a, a, a counter move against this very, very ingenious, nefarious, evil uh, uh, agenda? Uh. Yeah, here, here's the problem. I can answer that. I can answer that, but you can see how uh, there's a scientific community that's off grid. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let's say I'm part of that community. They'll take us out one by one. So there's the problem there of explaining because we're viewed as the enemy. Right. But I'm telling you right now, the technologies that I've been working on with the uh, hydrogen oxygen ion generation of my technology i've never really described completely what they do uh, out of fear of this world complex that would love to see us terminated but when i keep talking about the water we we have found that the the technologies of the water and what i'm working with is actually we're doing something very positive because we're involved in a in a war we're at three levels above humanity right now because we're trying to amplify and capture the signaling coming from the sun through energized and restructured water. It's actually working. We're, we're having better uh, crops and uh, message, messaging uh, nutrients from the crops. There's also, uh, let's say, experimentation that's going on with uh human awareness that you actually have an ability to have uh, clarity in thinking and a 
a better connection when you have energized water in your system. I'm just, I'm kind of speaking in code here, mm-hmm. but y- yes, there are apps. We're on the precipice of huge breakthroughs on how to remain organic and how to access a water system that helps with humans, plants, and animals. And that's the key for intracellular communication with the sun while we still have it and have access to it and not being succumb to polluted food and beverage and signaling coming from Saturn. That's the best way to put it. Gotcha. Very well said. Jay, we're going to have to continue this uh, again on the other side um, in the Outer Limits starting next week because this is huge. This is yes. absolutely huge. Now it makes sense what this whole chemtrail thing is about. It's, it's, this, this is it's beyond just weakening our immune systems. This is a, a, a nefarious plan that is designed to work synergistically with genetically modified food, with genetically modified vaccines, with, uh, with, with, with the aberrations that are occurring within our entire environment where we are ingesting all sorts of toxins and chemicals that are adversely affecting us in a major way, and you put it all together, it is a perfect storm on this. And next week, I'd love for you to come back on and share with us this a uh, little bit more of the water technology as well as what is being done from counterspace angle that you can find and that you've seen evidence of this as a revolt, as a, as a fighting back, so to speak, uh, the creator because, well, you know, the creator for his cre- uh, creation. Yeah, just, and just real quick, I mean, and for our audience, something that you need to do and, and something I think is just is a to-do, like right now, don't wait, is to get into some rigorous exercises where you're sweating out these toxins. Uh, one of the reasons why I, I do a lot of cardio, some people are like, you don't need cardio, just need to lift weights and everything. I'm like, no, 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 I got to sweat. I need to, yep. I need to sweat out all the toxins that are in my body. You can do that either through, you know, a good exercise or getting in a sauna to sweat these toxins that are, that are in your body. I mean, you can, you can do yourself. There's things that we can do individually uh, to counter these things that they're, they're polluting in our atmosphere and our food. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jet. Close this out. Yeah. And I was going to say what, what happens is the information on the, this is a very unique show, as you know, on your platform, Outer Limits, that, because the, the ones that will respond to the show, you have to be at the right place in human history. You have to be at the right place personally with your thinking processes, your consciousness, and also your spiritual level. If you're not quite there yet, if you're still into the Camaros and the Corvettes. Hey, man, you leave the Camaros and Corvettes. Wait, 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 where are you going with this, Jeff? You leave. <laughs> hey, listen, I got to draw the line. CJ's talking about sweating, and I'm like, I, I had to cross hot wings off my list as a, as a means to sweat. And now you're talking about Camaros and hot Corvettes. I don't like where this is going, Jet. Well, notice I didn't say Mustang because I do have, I, I am, a, unfortunately, uh, some people do me. I'm, I'm more of a Ford fan. I do have a real neat Mustang, uh, very rare Mustang. But I, I, I meant from, I, I, I digress a little Jet, bit. the new ones, are the, the 2024 Mustangs that are coming out or have me salivating. I, I, I must admit, Jet, it has have me, it has, it's got me salivating. Go ahead. Yeah, I was, I was re- and not to get off track, I was reading the article the other day. I think while well, everyone's going electric and everything, they, the Mustang, the 2024 is a big V8 engine still. Yeah. And uh, so Ford, I guess, is being a bad guy by still having the 
V8, the big raw V8. Yes. So we'll, we'll see how that happens. But the mindset I'm in of, of you know, worrying about if, if, if it's kind of a heavy set plastic and leather, then the outer limits are like, what's he talking about? It just doesn't make sense. And there isn't, there's a disconnect. But the, connect, the connection that we can uh, expound upon in subsequent shows is there's definitely a, a small segment of humanity that is rapidly waking up and they're already spiritually oriented. And when the student is ready, the messenger will appear. In a way, this is, uh, this is a messaging that's taking place we're scientists that are connected to counter space. We understand a war is going on and we, we know to fight this war. It's very difficult to fight that Boston dynamic bot that you or CJ had that clip where it's bouncing around on the balance I beam. Mean, and off the bat, it's a better dancer than I am. Chat. It's a right. better dancer so, than I am. So we're learning to fight this thing. Believe it or not, to fight this is at a, spiritual level through conscious awareness and mind the mind is extremely powerful and we're developing ways to nourish the mind and the body in a highly condensed high octane organic level yeah and that's yeah. how we that's how we've decided to fight this war that's coming against humanity we're using very high tech field theory science that's off the, off the planet because what we're being attacked with is off the planet. So I would, in leaving, I would say absolute exercising is important. Uh, sweating is important. Uh, foot ionics are very good with the uh, two, say it's about 2.3, 2.2 amp draw and getting, pulling the heavy metals uh, out of, out of your body. We've seen great yeah, results. I, I'm, I'm, I'm coining it, finding balance. You, you, you have to find balance. Uh, in your life, and it's something that I've been diligently working on the last few years is finding that 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 balance. Well, and I, I'm huge. I you can tell I I get very angry. I have to pull myself back because I I try to remain steady on these talk shows. I don't want to get too emotional. The hatred I have for television and a large portion of the music industry and say video game. I know I'm getting booed right now. I'm telling you, there's some bad signaling that's coming from these corporate entities and i'm screaming with the top of my lungs if you i've eliminated television years ago i i'm very cautious on what i listen to video games i'm just not into it but it's a huge industry you must work on these digital electromagnetic transmissions through the eye ears and, and the gaming industry, because it's causing great harm at a subcellular structure, even though humanity doesn't know it. Yeah, so if, if you're, yeah, I mean, it, it, if it's okay, if it's a recreational outlet, but some of these people that are spending eight, 10, 12 hours a day in front of a screen and gaming, yeah, that that is not healthy. That's just no. so detrimental and something that I'm like with my, not so much my oldest son, but my youngest son, I'm like, Listen, dude, you got to chill out on that shit. It's you, you know. I he works out and everything else like that, but I'm still I'm like, get off the screen, go socialize, go hang out with your bros, you know, do whatever you need to do. <laughs> well, Toxic masculinity. Have you, you, you ever you, gone you, in public at, at a at a group, large groups, you know, restaurants or amusement parks or a pier, or if it's mass transit, everyone's staring at a phone. There's hardly anyone that's 
and, and I've noticed the uh, last few days, uh, large groups, if they're not on the phone, every one of them, they have they got the phone in their back pocket. But I would, uh, I would notice that people would pull out the phone about every two to three minutes and then put it back in their pocket. No, so these are groups of teenagers, for example, or early 20s. Every two to three minutes, they'll pull it out, check it, and then put it right back in their pocket. They can't go longer than two or three minutes without a phone reference. I've, not- I've noticed, um, and, and even my wife notices too, because occasionally I'll, I'll uh, load up a carload of uh, young men and take them to the gym to go work out together because I'll, I'll be happy to do that any day of the week. Because you want to spread the, toxic messages. Yes. Yeah, we even put one in the trunk oh. <laughs> because there's too many of them. I uh, shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't say that on the air. But, but long story short, what I've noticed is, is that they don't communicate a whole lot when they're in the vehicle. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they're laughing and talking about things. But occasionally, you're right. I'll see them. What do they navigate to? Their their phones. I'm like, hey, hey. you know. I, but I don't say anything. I just kind of more of observation. But you're absolutely right, Jet. You nailed it in regards to these uh, devices and putting that distraction right in our hand where, you know, literally you have, you know, five or six guys that should be talking about the hot chick that was at school today, what she was wearing or, you know, what their plans oh are and everything. God, yet, more yeah. toxic masculinity. Okay. But yet, but yet instead they're, they're, they're on their phone. They're on their device. So I'll close it out with that and let you have you and V close it out. So go for it. All I want to say is that um, I, I'm very conflicted now. Uh, because of uh, my, I, I do have some affection for G- G- GM products. I, I, I like to sweat <laughs> eating hot chicken wings. And my latest game of DuJour is called a uh, uh, ape uh, simulator, where you uh, take a gorilla and uh, you evolve him into higher levels of intellect, where he takes <laughs> over the world. And now I have to give all these things up. Thank you, Jet and CJ. <laughs> I'm just joking, <laughs> but in all regard, it's, it's absolutely true. We we are absolutely d- removed. We've been the umbilical cord, the connection to the very vibrations of life. Whether we go out into the woods, out into nature, and enjoying not only the creation that is around us, but the familial and friend-like and camaraderie relationships that we have with individuals and people that have all been curtailed. It is as if these so-called quote-unquote technologies has driven a wedge into our into what is essential for our harmonic and healthy human existence and these things have already infiltrated so many aspects of our life it's ridiculous jet you're absolutely right i think it's you know cj hits it on the nail on the head jet is hitting it on all cylinders as well it's it it, 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 we got problems folks we got problems i agree all right yeah guys We'll, uh, we'll, I'll give some more detail next week, but I hope this helped because the first half of the show mentioned how this technology is advancing. They're all in phase two. This is in complete operation by 2036 minimum. And then the second half, the two different signalings from the Sun and Saturn, these are real. The DNA uh, can be co-opted. And then to A, the signaling, What's interesting is television and a lot of the music industry is replicating the same pulse rate of what's coming out of Saturn. Mm. Isn't that interesting? I'll leave it at that. Interesting. Unbelievable. Folks, catch us here next week, The Outer Limits, with Jet Blake. We'll be here, and we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. RogueNews.com. RogueNews.com. Take it away, CJ.